All right, welcome into another edition of Catching Up with Tommy Mack here on 1010XL's podcast platform at 1010XL.com. We are on Facebook, of course, on 1010XL's Facebook. Hey, Facebook. And, of course, streaming on the relevant app, the uh, group messaging app, interactive chat, live podcast. Stay tuned. Big things happening with the relevant app. But great to be here and great to be alive. Hope you feel the same. All right, look, let's just look. Um, last night's on everybody's mind. Tua's okay. He flew home with the team, which tells you a lot, okay? I, I know everybody's like, oh, this is awful. This is this. This is that. Look, the Miami Dolphins are saying that that the week before, he did not have a concussion. I know he got up and walked funny and wobbled. It looked like he did. Supposedly, he didn't. Uh, they cleared him, checked him twice. Uh, he went, you know, obviously he uh, finished and then played this week. Um, th- this whole conspiracy that they made him play. Uh, look, you go through the protocol, you go through the testing, you go through everything they tell you to do. And at the end of and when you're done, when you're done, the doctors say to you, okay, how you doing? How you feeling? Do you think you can go? Everyone's taking the, the fact that the player does have a say. If he passes all the protocols and he says, you know what, I still don't feel it, well, he may not play. But most players will say, no, I'm playing. Listen, I don't know how many of you out there have had a concussion, okay? I've had, I don't know how many, but I've had, I I actually remember my worst concussion, which happened in 1998, playing the New England Patriots at the AFC wildcard game. I whacked the back of my head on the ground while I was making a play, full speed, it was like whiplash, just kind of like last night, but nobody was throwing me in. It was my momentum bringing a guy down, and I whacked the back of my head. Anyway, when you get concussed like that, you you it, it's really weird feeling, okay? You, you, you're tired, you're winded, your brain feels just you like you want to, you want to take a nap. That's why when um, – when you do get concussed, they keep checking. I always hate it. I remember my first concussion at Boston College. I forget what it was. And they woke me up every hour on the hour to make sure I was okay. Because, now granted, this is 1989 or whatever it was. But, you know, they, they the, the, the fear was you'd fall into a coma or whatever. You know, but I don't know how true that is. But they would. They would keep waking you up, making sure you didn't sleep too long. Because you do. You want to. You're out of it. You're out. You're just kind of like, what? What? Oh, man. I'm, and you just want to lay down. So if you're truly concussed, you can't play. You can't. Now, dings are different. Like, I've been dinged. You see stars. Stars go away. You keep playing. I'll tell you this. I was talking to my brother about it earlier, Mike. Uh, you know, there's got to be more pro- – there's got to be something in place. Like, you, if if you are – If you test positive for a concussion, whatever that is, and it's much more elaborate than it was. They give you three freaking words to remember on a sideline. If you didn't remember them, they they kept your helmet. They always found a way to get your helmet. They always took your helmet away. Very smart. Um, So, you know, look, A, he wouldn't be able to play. B, they would never put him out there if they thought he was that concussed or or concussed at all. And you know what? Maybe the protocols need to be different. Maybe it's like, look, mild concussion, you're done. You're done for the day. You're done for the next game. Sorry. Will they do that? What if it's severe? 
Like that looked pretty severe. Look, by the way, and let me also state, they don't strap you to the, you know, the gurney for a concussion. They were worried about his spine, the neck area, or what have you. And the reports were the week before he was having a massive back injury, spasm and whatnot that made him whatever. I wasn't there. I wasn't in the tent. I wasn't in the between the conversation between the independent doctor and the coach when he said he's clear. But neither was anybody else. So, we, I mean, I don't know. This conspiracy, you should, one guy saying he, he should sue him for mur- like tented murder. Like, what, are you out of your mind? It's a violent game. Don't play it if you're, if you're worried about getting hurt. Don't have your kids play it either. I'm serious. Because they can get hurt. They can get concussions. It happens all the time. They can break their collarbone, break their leg, break the, whatever. They can rip everything. They can. It's a violent game. And it's not made for everybody. That wasn't a, it was a violent play, but not illegal. It was scary, no doubt. They took the right precaution. They thought he might have had a spinal injury because he, he went like that. That always happens when you're knocked out. It, I've seen it live. Michael Cheever got steamrolled. Sorry, Cheese, you didn't see it coming. On a kickoff return up in Pittsburgh, Orpheus Roy, this massive defensive lineman who could run, was on their kickoff coverage team. And right as Cheever turned around, he steamrolled. This ran right over him. Cheever went down on the ground, and his arms went up like that. And you knew right away that he was concussed. No, he didn't get back in the game, right? So I know he got concussed last night. That was nasty. Unfortunately, that's part of the game. It's a violent game. But he flew home. If he was that bad, they would have never let him leave the hospital. But everyone wants to think that, you know, the Miami Dolphins are at some criminal charge. Get off your soapbox. It's ridiculous. Anyway, let's get into the Jags game, shall we? Because I feel freaking really good about this game. You know, I, I did my stats like I like doing. I like comparing what they've done. Now, three games in, it's, you know, you, you got to curve it a little. Like it's not set in stone, right? Because th- I'll give you an example. The Jack- Jacksonville Jaguars on defense, third down Conversion percentage on defense right now is 42.42. So 42 almost and a half percent they are on third down, which means the opposing offense is converting 42.5% against them. Well, they started at 70. The first game, they gave up 7 out of 10. Now they're down to 42. So the last two weeks, they've been phenomenal on third down. But very good on third down. I don't know about phenomenal. Very, very good on third down. So that shows you right there, unless you're watching the team week to week, you wouldn't know. Like I could look at that and be like, oh, wow, 42% on third down. That's not very good. <clears throat> now, I know I've been watching, so I know they've been a lot better than that the past two games. But look, there's some chinks in the The Eagles are a very good team. Very good team. They're loaded. Um, they've got a lot of weapons. Their quarterback's playing phenomenal. He's definitely gotten better. There's no question about it. They're very physical. They got a great defensive front. They got a good secondary. They can get after the quarterback. They're not very good against stopping the run, which is interesting. We may have something there. Uh, But they're very good at stopping the pass. Philadelphia averages on offense almost 300 yards a game in the air. They're only giving up 186, 187. That's pretty low. Can we get it done on the ground against the Eagles? Uh, if you look at the points, they've scored not even a point more than us on average. 
um, we've given up four points less than them. Obviously been on a tear the last two weeks. Um, we shut down the run at 3.1 yards a carry. We're the number one run stuff in defense in the league. They give up 5.1 yards a carry. Now, we may be construed. I haven't watched every single game and how they went, but that's still a lot to give up. 5.4 yards per carry. I also look at yards per attempt. Why? I want to see if they're throwing the ball down the field. We are 7 yards per throw. They're at 9.3. Last two weeks, they've been taking some shots. Devontae Smith has been out of this world. Of course, A.J. Brown... And Quez Watkins flies. Look out for him on occasion. We have seven sacks. They have 12. They had eight, I think, against Washington last week. So, had a big game. We're pretty close is what I'm getting at. We're pretty close when you look at it. Look, we have a very good defensive front, without a doubt. Without this defense, we're not in the games that we're at nine and by the way, shut out and then holding them to 10. Again, I'm not going to go over it last like we did on Tuesday. I don't care about the injuries for San Diego. I'm, it's, I hope they heal up and they're fine over time. They will be. I know Slater's out for the year with a torn by, but he'll heal up. But they crushed them. It wasn't a tight game. And it was only 16 to 10 because we couldn't finish in the red zone. We had to kick field goals. It should have been 30 to 10. Should have, could have, would have. Wasn't. Nonetheless, we took care of business after that. They've got a very good offensive line. Uh, Jason Kelsey, one of the best centers, if not the best center in the game. I, I, I called it on, on, uh, on Jaguars today. Our nose tackles, Foley and Devon, they got to make it a long day for Jason Kelsey. He's a big – look, he's 300 pounds. He's not a small center. He's very good. He's very athletic. He's very tough. He's very physical. He can pull. He can get up to that linebacker level all day long and wall off that backer from getting to the, the, the running back clean. Miles Sanders, by the way, averages 4.9 yards per carry. Pretty good. we got to stop the run. And I think our nose tackles are going to play a huge role in doing that. Because, look, they've got – you know. Um, the kid from uh, Dickerson, pretty good guard, Landon Dickerson, big guard. Their left tackle. <laughs> have you seen this guy? Hey, Graham, how are you, buddy? Hello, sir. No, I have not seen this guy. Six foot eight, 365 pounds he's listed as. That's big. Jordan Mailata, he's a five-year pro. He backed up Jason Peters, and they kept him the entire time. I don't know if he can move. I'm looking forward to seeing that, but Trevon Walker is going to bring something for him. Lane Johnson's been around a long time. Very good right tackle. Very good. Our right tackle's playing as good as anybody in Jawan Taylor. They've got speed at wide receiver. They can fly. Dallas Goddard's a very good tight end. They throw them 15 yards a catch. That's down the field. Jalen Hurt, look, Trevor's gotten better. Trevor looks really good. Trevor got AFC Player of the Week. This kid's getting Player of the Month. He's playing outstanding. Jalen Hurts in the running already for MVP. What does it mean after three games? Nothing. But he's having a really good year so far, and he's throwing it from the pocket. Well, we saw to him as what? A guy would run, throw, a little bit of this, a little bit of that, RPO, get him outside the pocket, yada, yada. He's staying in the pocket and throwing the ball down the field and completing him. He's gotten a lot better. How do we do it? It's freaking tough. <laughs> I, look, I, I'm just going to come out and say it. I have them winning. 
24 to 23, and I truly believe they can win. And I'll tell you right right now, the last two weeks were no fluke. This defense is they're really good. I'm not gonna give them any more than that, but they're really good. And they're gonna continue to get better. By the way, everyone's talking about Doug Peterson's homecoming. Well, it's also Press Taylor, it's also Mike Caldwell. Spent like, I don't know, seven, eight years there. And by the way, go check out what Tampa's defense did to Philadelphia last year in two games, one in the regular season, one in the uh, in the uh, postseason. Go look at it. Shut them down for the most part. Jalen had a couple rushing touchdowns, but pretty much shut them down. We're going to get after this offense, but we got to stop the run in order to do that. He threw two picks in that game, right? Yes. Yeah. Pressure. Going to get after him. But you got to stop the run. And we have got to run the football. We've got to. I'm not putting on tra- – look, they get at – look, Fletcher Cox is a problem. That guy would fill up the door <laughs> without any room anywhere. I mean, this, he is one of the best defensive tackles in the game, Fletcher Cox. He's like a Justin Simmons, the dude from Tennessee, you know what I'm talking about? Just can dominate a game. This guy, you don't take care of Fletcher Cox. Jordan Davis, hey, look, he's going to be a big body. Those two together, they play a lot of five-man fronts. They're going to, they're going to, I'm telling you right now, the talk in Philly in that locker room is, hey, these Jaguars think they're going to come up here and punch us in the mouth. We're going to hit them back a lot harder. That's what they're thinking. That's not what I'm thinking. See, I love these kind of games. These kind of games got me so fired up because why? It's us against the world, the Philadelphia world. It's still a microcosm, but so what? It's the world. It's us against them. We're going into their hostile environment. They're one of more hostile fan bases in the, in the world. And we're going in to go beat them up. They're going to beat somebody up in their own house. It's very gratifying. And it's demoralizing for the team that gets beat up. So we're coming. I say we. <laughs> we. They're coming. And Doug's got them ready. Press has got them ready. Mike Caldwell's got them ready. It's going to be an aggressive game. It's going to be a physical. It's going, I mean, this is the game you live for as a fan, as a player. I know it's early. It's early in the year, but so what? This is a big, big moment in Jaguars history. And a big, big moment in, in, in the tenure an era, if you will, of Doug Peterson. Light the match. That's all I'm going to tell you. If, you. if you're new to Jacksonville and you're listening to me, wait till you see this town go through the roof if they beat Philly. If this team has a winning record and wins and gets, wait, wait, wait. It's special. You know, a lot of big cities, you, 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 obviously it's, it's still special, but this is a small town that thrives on the heartbeat of their Jacksonville Jaguars. When we win, we all win. And it feels great. Long time coming. Can we win up front? Can our backers, can, can they make plays? They're going to have to. A lot of them. These guys are very good. So, And we're good. I don't want to say we're very good yet, but we're good. 
You better, if you think this is some kind of cakewalk, you're out of your freaking mind if you're a Philadelphia fan. I tell you what, I don't gamble. I don't. I mean, I shouldn't say, I don't bet on games. I, I like blackjack. I, I, I'd sit at a blackjack table for a long time. Unless I lost a lot of money, then I obviously wouldn't. Um, but I don't bet. But I tell you what, it's six and a half. Is it still six and a half? It was earlier. I'd take that. But they're not getting blown out. They're not getting beat by more than seven. The, the they're this, not. this game is at six and a half? I will yep. check. Yeah, would you please? Yes, sir. I think I, I would take that. In a heartbeat. There's no way. This defense is good, man. Very good. Now, anything can happen in a game. I'd be shocked if they, you know, if they lost and got killed. I, I'm not going to be shocked if they lose. I got them winning 24-23. It's going to be a tight game. It's going to be, that may even be a... Yep, six and a half. Six and a half still. It hasn't moved all week. Most of the week. It says a lot. I'd take that all day long. Because think about it. They get three for being at home. Right? Not the way that works. Pretty much, yeah. So, so the so basically, Vegas thinks it's a field goal game. Yeah, and I think we win by. I think it's going to be twenty four, or twenty three to twenty one, and we go down and kick a last second field goal to win the game. That's how great it's going to be. That's what I think. Now, granted, awesome. I picked them to lose two games in a row, and they won. So, hopefully, you know. <laughs> I'm right this time. I just feel good about it. I'm, I'm t- and, and it's look. I heard something this week. Uh, I shared it earlier um, in the week, and uh, I, I spoke with Matt Hasselbeck from ESPN, and we're just talking about Jags, talking about Trevor. He goes, "Listen, I know Doug. I've, we're te- I think they were teammates in Green Bay. He's interviewed him a bunch, and he said, I know ex- after Week One against Washington, I know exactly." Or he didn't say exactly. He's like, I, I, I got a great idea what he told Trevor. And what he told him was, just make completions. And I sat, after I got off the phone, I was like, it's brilliant. That's like simplifying the game to down to where like, yeah, anybody can get that. Hey, Trev, I'm going to get him open for you. Make the completion. Make the completion. And this is one thing Trevor's going to have to really... Uh, depend on and trust is that. Listen to him because we all want what? You know Trevor's sitting there going, it's a big game, man. It's a big game. MVP my ass. How about me? I want it. I want it. I want to show it. And it's natural. You want to. But you can't go in thinking that you got to win the game. That's what they're telling you. You don't have to win the game all on your own, Trevor. Let our game plan win the game. We're going to help you succeed. We're going to make it work. Don't force just make the completion. Awesome. And it makes sense to me. And you see it the last two weeks, the change, don't you? You even see a little quicker throwing. I know everyone's all, you know, it's funny. People see a stat and they're like, oh, he's getting the ball out quicker, quicker than anybody else. Because <laughs> he's got a stat from last game that he got it out the quickest. Like two point whatever seconds and all of a sudden, yeah. But he, he shortened it up. It looks like it. He's been accurate. They're saying, look, we're going to give you these. Go get them. Go get them. Go get them. Quick reads. First throw. Boom. Feeling good, baby. Throwing a run. Throwing a pass. Throwing a bomb. Boom. I'm I'm telling you. And they're going to take chances, I think. Just not a ton. That first game was a little too much of that. And I think they learned their lesson. Can't put it on him. He's part of the game plan. Got to pound James Rod. I tell you what, that formation, James, fourth and one, zip, zip, 50. 
Do that on your own 20 with ETN. Let's Or Agnew. How about a jet sweep? Talk about a Mazda commercial. Smell you later. That Wildcat formation oh, they had yeah. last week. Beautiful. Phenomenal. I know. ETN and Agnew in the backfield oh and James gosh. Robinson as a receiver. I was like, All right. creativity? Innovation, baby. Like, They're going to bring more. Oh, my god. They're going to bring more. They've got a lot in the bag, man. So. Imagine being a defense with all those guys thrown at you. I know. All at once. It's going to be fun. But I'll tell you what, with all that creativity, all that innovation, if you don't win up front, you're not going to win. You're just not going to win. And uh, we're pretty tough up front. I did like, you know, everyone's talking about um, pressures, lack thereof, from our, our old line, right? Juwan Taylor has zero pressures. Zero. It's pretty damn good. I don't know what constitutes a pressure. Like, if you're within a yard, you disrupt a throw, you hit him, you're just nearby. Anyway, he's only he's given up zero. Sheriff's given up one. And Barch has given up four. Third best. They're going to need it this week. I'm not. I'm not uh, worried about yeah. Hassan Reddick and uh, Grant. I mean, I am, but those inside guys. Yeah. They, they'll ruin your day. I, I'm also not totally sure what constitutes his pressure, but I'd be willing to bet Joey Bosa and Khalil Matt get a lot of them. Get a lot of them, yeah. And Jawan Taylor allowed zero. Yeah. That's yeah, Bosa got hurt early, but still, he played great. He's been playing great. We need him to play great again. But I'm telling you, if you don't take care of that interior, and flip it around. If you don't take care of Kelsey and the guards to keep them off your backers, they're going to run on you. We cannot let them run on us. Roy Robertson-Harris has been a beast against the run. He's been very physical. We need that to continue. I think it will. I got him winning. Wouldn't that be great? I'll be down at the Southern Grill. Come join me if you like. If you don't have plans, down there on Flagler Avenue, 800 Flagler Avenue, right there on the South Bank, Southern Grill most of you have been there. It's some of the best food you'll ever have. I'm telling you. It's fresh. It's southern. It's beautiful every day. Made to order. Boom. So good. Lunch, breakfast, dinner, dinner, brunch, drinks, happy hour. Nighttime even has nighttime uh, entertainment with some bands. Got to get my band there, Joey. Maybe one of these days. Um, But, yeah, I'll be there Sunday cheering on the Jags, eating and drinking, having some fun. Hope you join me down there. He's got the NFL ticket, too, so once the Jags are over, they got all the games for the entire night. So come check it out and hang out. I want to thank, of course, Goodfellas Cigar, Wine, and Spirits, the Prussnutter Wealth Advisory Team, and the Southern Grill, all bringing you Catching Up with Tommy Mack right here on 1010XL's podcast platform at 1010XL.com on Facebook and right here on the relevant app. Free download, R-E-L-E-V-N-T, no A at the end, Google Play, iTunes, or I, not iTunes, the App Store. The App Store. All right, till next time, stay safe and be cool out there. Go Jags, LFG, exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point. Rock and roll, hoochie cool. Let's go up there and get a win. Stay safe, be cool. We'll see you next time right here. I'll catch it up with Tommy Mack. Peace. I never knew that a kid like me could take his mic around the world and flash the big ass D and rock the masses. Madrid to Calabasas, Tijuana, Mexico.